And welcome to episode 110 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again. On today's episode, Alex Rodriguez calls out the Astros and Tom Brady could be going home. All that much more on a jam-packed episode of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to head over to YouTube and give me all your takes on all of today's topics right down below in the comments section. I want all your takes right down below in the comments section. Got one from Malone Money Mindset who says, Interesting that Giles made that statement. Rizzo's comment is perfect, LOL. Wiley Schmidt says, oh, they're feeling the booze now. Michael Littlewood says, give them hell. Keep the fires burning. With strong fan reactions over time, they may need counseling leading to rubber room. Doctor, I'm hearing bangs and buzzes in my head. And then NCH1985 says, LOL, Rizzo is awesome. So keep the comments coming. But we've got a jam-packed show for you guys. Lots to get into. So let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? What it do, baby? Baby, baby. Let's get it on. Do we have a new low in the Astros shame tour? I think we do. Yesterday, Alex Rodriguez called out the Houston Astros. That's like rock bottom. When Alex Rodriguez is calling you out for being a cheater, cheater. that's how you know it's gotten really, really bad for the Houston Astros. You know A-Rod, the same guy that said this. Alex, who do you think has the real home run record? Barry Bonds at 762 or Hank Aaron at 755? Well, I think Barry Bonds, he has 762. I mean... Uh, but he has an asterisk next to his name. Does he? You know the Alex Rodriguez that tried to defend Barry Bonds' illegitimate home run record? Or how about the Alex Rodriguez that lied about doing steroids? For the record, have you ever used steroids? human growth hormone or any other performance enhancing substance no but say what you want about alex rodriguez alex rodriguez was on the money when he was talking about the houston astros one thing that really has upset the fans is you you cheat you win a championship there is no suspension and then there's no remorse and the last one i think is probably the worst one because people want to see remorse they want a real, authentic apology, and they have not received that thus far. And I can just tell you this, Maddie, from, from a guy who has made, you know, as many mistakes as anybody on the biggest stage, I served the longest suspension in Major League Baseball history. You know, it cost me well over $35 million. And you know what? I deserve that. And as a result, I yes. came back... I owned it after acting like a buffoon for a long time. I had my apologies, and then I went dark. And I wanted my next move to be contrite, but I also wanted to go out and play good baseball and change my narrative. And the way you change your nar narrative is you have to be accountable. You've, you've earned all this negative talk. You've earned whatever comes your way, including whether it's hit by a pitch or negative press. You have divorced yourself from having the ability to protect you. So say what you want about Alex Rodriguez. Yes, Alex Rodriguez, he was suspended for all of 2014. Yes, Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod was A-Royd, but Alex Rodriguez did eventually apologize for using performance-enhancing drugs. I did, I did take a banned substance, and, um, you know, for that, uh, I'm very sorry and deeply regretful. 
And although now the reason I bring this up is the Houston Astros can learn from Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez, at one point, he was a villain. He was one of the most hated men in all of sports, and then he totally fixed his reputation. Say what you want about Alex Rodriguez, but he's now a broadcaster. He was on the studio show. People like Alex Rodriguez, or else he wouldn't have that job. And now Alex Rodriguez, look at him. He's calling games. He's really turned things around, and the Houston Astros, they can begin that process by coming clean, by apologizing, by showing remorse, and by relinquishing that trophy. By self-vacating those rings and that trophy, the Astros can begin to repair their reputation a lot like Alex Rodriguez. Look, if A-Rod can fix his reputation, anyone can. And the Astros, they can do that. See, the problem that baseball fans have with the Astros is they feel that they were not punished accordingly. No suspensions, didn't vacate the title. They got to keep their contracts that they signed while winning those World Series and accumulating those statistics. To me, the Astros are that student that cheated to get into Harvard, got caught cheating, but they still get to keep their degree. And on top of that, they get to keep all the money they made with the job that they got because they got that degree in the first place. So to me, until they get punished, people will continue to boo. They'll continue to heckle. And think about this. Alex Rodriguez says that he lost over $35 million because of that suspension. $35 million. So you're telling me that he lost $35 million for taking steroids and the Houston Astros as an organization, Jim Crane, a multi-billionaire, only lost $5 million? None of the players were suspended? All this does is prove the hypocrisy of Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball. It's ridiculous. Now look, if you know me, I'm not a huge fan of Alex Rodriguez. He denied it. He lied about it. But he eventually owned up to it. And look, I get it. If you look at the net benefits of Alex Rodriguez doing steroids, he signed a 10-year, $275 million deal with the New York Yankees. I understand that, but at least he served a suspension. At least he was fine. At least he lost over $35 million. So the Houston Astros, they really need to rethink their strategy. If they want to try to get that respect back from their peers, they need to do something different. Did you see what Trevor Bauer did the other day? Trevor Bauer, he was pitching to Matt Beatty, and he was telling Matt Betty, the pitches that were coming, that was a shot at the Astros. Telling his catcher it's going to be a fastball. He has gone that motion. There's another one. Three, now four times in a row. And every one of them yeah. in fastball. Yeah. Down here with Derek Dietrich, you guys were talking about Bauer giving up uh, what he was throwing to Beatty there. And you have an answer for this? I, in fact, I do. Um, you know, Trevor and I are good friends. And um, if you follow baseball this offseason, there's a little thing going on with uh, sign stealing. So, uh, Trevor's not too fond of it, so he figured he's going to try something new this season, and he's going to start telling the batters what's coming. And that way there's no, um, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts about what's going on. So the Houston Astros, they should listen to Alex Rodriguez. They should learn from Alex Rodriguez because once they start playing in Major League Stadiums, these spring training boos are going to sound like they're on steroids.
Do you know where Tom Brady's going to be playing his football next year? Do I know? Does anyone actually know where TB12 will be taking his talents next year? Will we go back to the Patriots? Will he go to San Francisco in a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? We're going to break that all down, but teams are going ballistic for Brady. And this morning, Tom Brady on Dana White, UFC's Dana White on his Instagram Live, he talked to Tom Brady and he made his pitch not just for the Patriots, but for the Raiders. Thank you, my brother. Now, listen, the, 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 the question everybody wants to know. Now, first of all, I'm a Boston guy through and through. I want, I want you to go with the Patriots. But let me make my last pitch. Las Vegas would love to have you here at the Raiders. The stadium, the facility is incredible. The training facility that they have outside of Vegas is unbelievable. It's a 45-minute flight from L.A. Your kids and your family can live there. You can fly back and forth. We want you to come to the Raiders. Um, that, that's the, you know I've been pitching you now for for a month. I love you too. Come on, brother, get to Vegas. Thanks, man. I know it's been a lot of patience for me, um, and obviously being where I've been for 20 years, it's been an amazing experience. And I don't know what the future holds right now. I'm just trying to be patient through this process. My first time going through it, and uh, in the meantime, I'm going to spend a lot of time with my family over the next 10, 12 days, and. We got a little vacation plan, which I'm looking forward to. Good for you, my brother. We can't wait to find out where you're going, and uh, good luck with everything. And thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We'll do this live one other time once we get this whole uh, technical difficulty thing worked out. Thank you, my friend. Have a great day. You too. See you. So Dana White, he's got it like that. He's on Instagram Live talking to Tom Brady. Hey, maybe they should just throw all the GMs and all the coaches in the octagon, put in Kyle Shanahan, Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, put them all in the octagon, and they can just fight over Tom Brady. It's time! But all the buzz right now has Tom Brady going to San Francisco. Tom Brady grew up in San Mateo, grew up a diehard Niners fan, idolized Joe Montana. Well, according to Peter King, he wrote in his column, I think I heard Sunday the speculation from Deion Sanders in this case, but he's not the first and will not be the last about how Tom Brady should play for the Niners. So let's do the math. Niners are $13.1 million under the proposed 2020 cap. Jimmy Garoppolo is due to cost $26.6 million against the cap in 2020. Let's say conservatively, Brady could be signed to a two-year deal with a cap charge of $22 million in 2020. Peter King would go on to say, I think, as you can imagine, I am not bullish on the concept, either with Jimmy G staying or Jimmy G leaving, but if this happens and Garoppolo stays... I would also like to wish the 49ers good luck with the quarterback position, counting $49 million on the 2020 cap. And then Patriots insider and NBC Sports Boston's Tom Kern reported, I 100% believe in this. It makes perfect sense. Look, Kyle Shanahan's faith in Jimmy Garoppolo, while it might be long-term okay, I don't think it's over the moon. I think the Patriots would be happy to have him back. Believe me, if Tom Brady was available to them and they can make that switch, I believe they would do that. So this is real. This has legs. And it is peak off-season madness. It is peak off-season NFL free agency madness. And it's all thanks to Tom Brady. Now, Tom Brady and 
and Jimmy Garoppolo. They share the same agent in Don Yee. The 49ers and the Patriots, they play next year. That would be the highest-rated NFL game, the highest-rated NFL regular season game in quite some time. Now, the question is, does it make sense? First of all, let's look at the trade from a financial standpoint. The club does have an out on Jimmy Garoppolo's contract that could clear $22.4 million off its cap and only leave it with a $4.2 million dead cap hit. So financially, it's possible to cut bait with Jimmy Garoppolo either via trade or they could just release Jimmy Garoppolo. Why would the 49ers do it? Well, to me, if you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, he's 28 years old. Next year in November, he'll be 29 years old. Last year, he led the 49ers to a 13-3 season, but you saw what happened in the Super Bowl. The fourth quarter, Jimmy Garoppolo was inaccurate. He didn't make plays. He's known to throw some costly interceptions. And to me, what is Jimmy Garoppolo's ceiling? Is his ceiling a couple playoff games? Is his ceiling winning a Super Bowl if you have a dominant defense and a dominant running game? Well, we know that if Tom Brady was on the 49ers last year, they would have been hoisting that Lombardi trophy. So if I'm the 49ers, I seriously consider making this move because you bring in Tom Brady and you take advantage of this win-now defense. Maybe you sign Antonio Brown. Maybe you draft a receiver. This draft is loaded with talented receivers. And you remember, John Lynch wanted Tom Brady back in 2017. Back in 2017, John Lynch inquired about Tom Brady. So you know he's always had his eye on him. And it would just be a great story. Bring the legend home. The most accomplished football player in the sport's history. And he ends up with the San Francisco 49ers. So the issue I would have if I were Tom Brady is Kyle Shanahan's offense. Kyle Shanahan's offense predicated on running, a lot of motion. Does that fit Tom Brady? I'm not so sure. They would have to tailor it to Tom Brady's skill set. But if you look at Tom Brady, when he had Rob Gronkowski, the best tight end in football, he turned that into Super Bowls. George Kittle, he's now, to me, the best tight end in football. So you know Tom Brady would make great use of George Kittle. And then the 49ers, they have a championship-level defense right now. I like the move to San Francisco for Tom Brady. And then today it was reported Tom Brady had a conversation with Bill Belichick, and it did not go well. According to the Boston Herald's Karen Garegian, it did not go well, and that it wasn't particularly productive, and that Belichick was talking as if Brady was still under contract. So that is not a good sign if you're a Patriots fan, and if you're Tom Brady right now, you've got tons of teams that are fighting over you. you got the Buccaneers, lots of talent, but is that the right market? The Dallas Cowboys, who knows what they're doing with Dak Prescott? Got. You got the Vegas Raiders. I like that spot if I'm Tom Brady. But to me, the fit is the 49ers. Tom Brady grew up a 49ers fan. He's basically been a 49er wearing a Patriots uniform for 20 years. And so next year, I want to see the Golden Boy rocking 49er gold. The greatest shooter in basketball history is back. Steph Curry will be making his return for the Golden State Warriors. Of course, he missed the last 58 games with a fractured left hand. You remember that? He suffered it back on October 30th on this fall. Not sure what Baines is supposed to do. Let's take another look at it. Yeah, but he took the charge. It was a delayed fall, and, that, and he fell on top of Curry as well. So... Oh, he came down on his, on his elbow. That's why. 
But Curry is back. He tweeted out today about time with a couple crying, laughing emojis. And then he had this video to go along with it. So Steph Curry will be in the lineup tomorrow against the Toronto Raptors in a rematch of last year's NBA Finals. Now this year, the Warriors have struggled without Steph Curry. Of course, Klay Thompson's missed the whole year, recovering from an ACL tear. But this year, the Warriors, they've been bad. They've been worst team in the league bad. Their record sitting at 14-48. and 48. And Steph Curry, he was having a good year before he was injured. Steph Curry, he was averaging 20.3 points per game, 6.5 assists and five rebounds and he needs eight more three-pointers to become the third player in NBA history to reach 2,500 three-pointers joining Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. So he comes back, he's going to get those eight threes, join that exclusive club with Ray Allen and Reggie Miller as the only shooters to have made 2,500 three-point shots in their career. It's the holy trinity of shooters, the holy threenity. I don't know what you want to call it, but those are the three best shooters in NBA history, but the question is, should Steph Curry have come back? Because, hey, if you're the Golden State Warriors, you're at 14-48, and 48, do you want to ruin this tank job, okay? I know they don't like to call it tanking, but you want to get that high draft pick, you want to maybe get Weissman, you want to get a high draft pick, because then you could flip that. You could flip that and try to get some more assets, try to get another player, because we know as constructed, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Steph Curry, I don't think that's enough at this stage in their careers to really win another championship. So if you're Steph Curry, you have to admire the fact that he came back, that he wants to play. And look, that fan base up there, they're breaking in a new arena, the Chase Center. It's been a disastrous year. And even though they've still sold out, lots of L's taken by the Warriors this year. So you have to respect the fact that he wants to come back, put on a show for the crowd. So yeah, that high draft pick, that would be nice. But if you're Steph Curry, you don't want to lose that rhythm. You don't want to lose that touch. You don't want to sit out all season long. They're already doing that with Klay Thompson. So I like the fact that he came back. I'm all for it. Hey, NBA players, you need to play, okay? That is what it's all about. And yes, the Warriors, they won't be making a playoff push, but it'll be nice to see him come back and get a rhythm, maybe develop some chemistry with Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green. Because if they're going to go forward with this core, you have to start to develop that chemistry. So even though they're not going to be in the playoffs, you want to see Steph Curry play. Steph Curry is the best shooter in NBA history so every time he lays them up and steps on the court you want to watch it play I don't care that they're not going to make the playoffs this year so hey I'm glad to see him back and I'm just glad the chef is back in the kitchen but before we wrap, I want to hit you with the Get More Sports Fact of the Day. Who was the last quarterback to start in the Super Bowl and then play for a different team the following season? The answer is Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer won Super Bowl 35 as the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens and the following year played for the Seattle Seahawks, backing up Matt Hasselback, appearing in just four games. That is the last quarterback to do that. But that's going to do it for episode 110 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And then head to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comment section. I want all your takes so I can read them off live on the next episode of the Get More Sports Podcast. But see you guys Friday. Have a great rest of your day. And I'm out.